Football, baby! Welcome, welcome in to another episode of the Losing Sucks Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Dustin Blanton, and that is Travis Masterson sitting there right across the screen from me. It is time to talk about week five, Travis. And boy, oh boy, are there some things we need to talk about because, oof, ah, to... Now, or to kick off the episode, I am in a bad, bad place. I, I'm. I, look, I lost again. Um, oh, I don't. For those of who? you <laughs> who are following us over at Losing Sucks on Twitter, and uh, you know that things aren't going well for me in our home league. If you if you pay any attention at all, if you care, um, there's gonna be a <laughs> They're theme. Here for you, Dustin. They're here there's for gonna you. be. Look, man, it was. I was tilting. I made some, I made some choices, and you know what, Travis? I just—it's one thing to lose, but to lose the way that I did—they didn't just even to get show up, macked around, and it's been all season. And they did not even show up. It is rivalry week, week five. Dustin versus Travis. Everybody's expecting a showdown. Dustin desperately needs a win to keep yeah. this season going, and the team no shows. They don't even get off the bus. They shouldn't yeah. have even made the trip. No. You it's know disappointing. What? They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine. But you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Yeah. You're not it, okay. I'm not. I'm not doing okay. I'm not <laughs> we're not okay over here, man. Alright, so at least oh. we have we have many, many leagues. That one yeah. is all but over for that, you. Holding that down one, the 12th seed. Uh, we're still look. We're still gonna. We're still gonna fight. This this season has not gone the way I thought it was. Thank you, Allen Robinson. Um, one man. You know, one no, man shoulders to blame. You actually did. Like, you lost Javante there. I lost Javante. That'll cost you one or two. Etn hasn't done what I thought he was gonna do. There's a whole bunch of things, but. You know what? There's a whole rest of the NFL we're going to talk about. There are other leagues I'm in. I'm doing well in. Doing pretty well in the Scott Fish Bowl. Love it. You know, I'm in the top 75. Of 3,000 uh, something. And that makes me feel good. That's um, wild. In the Megala Bowl, I am 10-0 and 0 and absolutely dominating people. So that makes me feel good. Um, this is good so, for the brand here, Dustin. Yeah. These are know, national if, tournaments. Right. And if there's one thing I know, it's that people only follow us because i post my record on twitter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i <laughs> this guy's I, good i gotta follow him yeah that's right he wins leagues against people i have never met so <laughs> that is what people are here for they're also here for hard-hitting fantasy football analysis travis so and we've got we. plenty of that man we've got plenty of weeks or plenty of game there are plenty of weeks but plenty of games to get into for this week might as well get started off now. We started off set Sunday with a doozy in the morning. Yes, okay? we did. You know what? We made some bets. We made some bets, um, Travis. Not with each other, but we we placed some money on the line, and we hoped to win some. And one man had it in his hands. Let's talk about it. Uh, the Packers and the Giants, Travis. 
Yep, episode 80, the Andre Johnson of episodes, starts with Giants and Packers in London, 8.30 in the morning central. Everybody's up and excited for this game. Um, Saquon Barkley came to play. He gave you 70 yards and a score after what appeared to be an injury. He left in the tent, or he went to the tent, and then he went back to the locker room. Everybody was holding their breath. He returns to the game to give you a touchdown, save your day. Uh, Darius yep. Slayton, an OG of the last two or three years in this offense, the one who has stayed healthy for the most <laughs> part. Um, he comes back, gives you a decent day. On to Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers had two touchdowns, did not kill you another 17-point week. But, man, he had 15 at the half, 140 or 150 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. We're thinking 300 and maybe three or four scores That's in right. London. And it That's completely right. stalled out. The offense did not score a point in the entire second half. Randall Cobb goes off. Alan Lazard seems like a trusted featured piece of this offense like we had hoped in the offseason. Oh. Um, I still have high hopes for this offense. I think that this receiving core will start to really figure it out. They've got two great running backs, and Aaron Rodgers should be fine. But, man, this one felt right. like a coming out party for this offense. I thought it was going to be a 25-30 to 30 point game for Rodgers. It was not. Packers lose, get upset in London by the Giants. Yeah, absolutely. The Patriots and the Lions played Travis, and it wasn't pretty. It was not. Uh, Bill Belichick, for whatever reason, gets up for these games against previously trash teams. The number one offense in the NFL right now in producing fantasy points scored zero points against the Patriots. They did a great job. Anyone on the Lions not with the last name Reynolds had a terrible game. Okay. On the other side of the ball, Ramondre Stevenson, holy bell cow. 25 carries, 161 yards. And you know what? It's only looking better going forward because now Damian Harris is injured. He's got that hammy. He's going to be – or he's got that leg injury. Um, I don't remember – what the cause is um should be multiple <laughs> should um, be multiple weeks yeah he'll be out multiple weeks i've heard people talk about week 10 who knows but uh ramondre stevenson old you know immediately becomes a running back one um moving forward jacoby myers had a great game coming back seven receptions 111 yards and a touchdown that is what we like to see. You love Absolutely. to see that production when you look. If if a wide receiver is producing with a third string quarterback, that's talent. Jacoby Myers, if you've got him, that is a guy you're going to want to keep playing because they want to get him the ball. I love it. Um, Atlanta and Tampa Bay. The Falcons suck. The Bucks do not. <laughs> the Dirty Birds. Mariota, 147 yards and a score, but he gives you seven for 61 on the ground. That will, legs. That will help a fantasy day. Um, we talked about Vegas's over under for Mariota passing yards on the season, and it was like mm -hmm. at 3,100 or 3,200. Right. And it felt almost fake, like fakishly low, if that's a word. Sure, but it is now. It, it seems like they were right on the money. Mar Mariota is not giving you anything through the air right now. Tom Brady, however, right. 350 plus yards and a touchdown. Leonard Fournette, very involved. 56 nice. and one on the ground 10 nice. for 83 and one through the air. That is wide receiver one numbers from your running back. What a game. And Mike Evans four for 81 goes out at the one inch line. 
that would have mm. helped your day. Chris Godwin, no setbacks. That was the big key for me for him. I wasn't really counting on a huge game from him, his first game back to full strength. But Godwin yeah. is back, no setbacks. I think this offense really starts to get it going. That's what we love to hear, man. That's what we love to hear. Uh, top offense, come back at it. My Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans played an ugly, 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 ugly football game. <laughs> and I I don't know what it is, but, but the Jags just cannot put it together. Oh, no! We suck again! We were all in. We were all in. Just They're please back. let us have something. Like, okay, Trevor Lawrence, you know, 286 yards, two interceptions, and they were ugly. Like, one of them was in the corner of the end zone, had no no business throwing it where he threw it. He's just, right now, look, he's still talented. He He's not a, you know, I, I'm, as much criticism as I give Zach Wilson, I've got to still give it to T-Law. He is struggling in his decision-making, and he's not disciplined yet. So, going to take some time. I, like I said, I'm not out on him. I just, just frustrating. ETN, I like this. This is what I really want to talk about is ETN taking over this backfield, it seems. He just looks like the more explosive player at this point. He's getting more opportunities. He's doing more with the opportunities. He had they you know, him and James Robinson each had ten rushes, but ETN doing seventy one yards, Robinson twenty seven yards, and then of course ETN getting three receptions for forty three yards. He's he at least so doing good. something. He looked he, really good. The man is electric and I hate that I'm always a year early on the breakouts. Like it really just bothers me. Um on the other side of the ball, really the only person of note you're talking about Damian Pierce, twenty six for ninety nine and one. The man is just a beast. He broke fifty seven tackles on uh, one breakaway run, you know, almost <laughs> scoring on that. that it was it's like they didn't want to it's like it's like when you're playing Madden and you go for the strip ball button every time and you're not tackling. Um so he had a massive he had a pretty good game. He, you know, you're not um upset with the things that he did for you. But that was an ugly game through and through. Um thank God Pierce came to play. Yeah, I was watching this game just to watch ETN really. And yeah. it was at some point it was six six, and then I switched over watched another game. I felt like I watched an entire quarter or two of a different game. Came back and it was still six <laughs> six. Yeah, no joke. Uh, refresh the page and it's still six six. So my only question here is Brandon Cooks. Yes, he's been he very is, disappointing to this point. Nico Collins is eating into Brandon Cooks' workload and volume. Are you? Is he a buy low for you or? As a wide receiver three, do you still trust putting him out there every week? I'll be honest with you. I think Brandon Cooks is talented enough, but after watching Davis Mills, it is abundantly clear that they're going to move on from him after this season, given a good enough draft spot. Yeah. He has not looked like he looked last year. He hasn't flashed the same way. He looks like he's struggling with the consistency, which is what those questionable quarterbacks and what the quarterbacks that separate themselves from the others do. They, they, so, so you're selling Mills in Dynasty for whatever you can get I, right now? I'm out. I'm out. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Chargers in Cleveland. Chargers win 30-28. to 28. Justin Herbert, 228-1. and one. Pretty quiet there. Eckler, 173 total yards and a score. Eckler, oh, back that to needs back. it. That needs it. Never mind. That was the wrong one. <laughs> Austin Eckler does it back-to-back -back for you. Huge week again. Mike Williams, 10 catches for 134 yards. Shoot. This is who you drafted. When you picked Mike Williams in the draft, this is what you wanted. 8 to 10 
for 130 yards, chance at a score. He had one toe-tap touchdown called back. I thought he got. Yeah. They called it back. Um, either way, Mike Williams, Eckler, Herbert, the trio gave you enough, and those two position guys really went off for you. Cleveland, Jacoby Brissett, yeah. he did yeah. enough to win this game. Until, he did. Until the interception at the very end, he looks like the right choice. For them to move on from Baker – not say, oh, we'll give Baker the first 11 or go get somebody else like Jimmy. Brissett was the yeah. guy. They knew it, and they were right. Yeah, 230, absolutely. a touchdown, and, and that bad pick that cost in the game. Chubb, another two touchdowns. This positive touchdown regression for Nick Chubb has this him is... just killing people right now. If you're playing against Nick Chubb, you might as well just pencil in 25 or 30 on the other side. Another one. 100, another 134 and two. Kareem Hunt finds the end zone, our touchdown-dependent 1B in that backfield. Amari Cooper, 70-76-1. Yeah. Um, I got a couple of shares of Amari Cooper last week in Dynasty on some win-now teams. I think that he is going to have a really nice entire season. Um, I don't know how it affects him when Deshaun Watson comes back. It shouldn't be bad, but... Right now, they're clicking. David Njoku, 6 for 88. That is who people hoped Njoku was. All around yep. a good fantasy day for the Chargers and the Browns. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of fantasy relevance there. The Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings played. This was a weird game, Travis. Yep. The Vikings got off to a really hot start uh, in the first quarter. Like Justin Jefferson had like something like 100 and some odd yards. Um, in the first half, I should say, he had He's like feasting. He had like ten receptions for a hundred and something yard, hundred twenty yards. He ends the day with uh, with one fifty four and just quiet, quiet second half. Dalvin Cook, of course, goes off um, like I predicted. The Bears give it up to the running back. Kirk Cousins had a decent game, two ninety six, a touchdown, and interception. But they just on the Fields, ground too. Kirk ran one in. <laughs> yes, he did. Rare, yes, rare he did. sighting. But uh, Justin Fields, he's who I want to talk talk about because um, he flashed in this game. He made some plays. They're throwing it more. You know, he threw for 200 yards. And he, look, the stat line does not show what actually happened because yeah. he, it shows him running for 47 yards. But if you watch the game, he had a huge touchdown run called back. And the dude is lightning He's got some inconsistencies that he's got to work on, but looks like they're kind of taking the the governor off this engine and pick him up because I think in the second half of the season, you're going to see some more leniency, more opening it up, more trust as he gets used to this offense. He's someone I'm, I'm saying, look on your waiver wire. If he's there, someone dropped him getting frustrated, pick him up. Even as a second string quarterback right now, or backup, play some matchups because the rushing upside feels pretty safe at, at, at points. Yeah, and in Dynasty, he's a cheap buy right now. People are still very frustrated. Um, like you said, he had a, a couple of huge runs, one of them for a touchdown called back. If those aren't called yeah. back and he has a 25-point day, yeah, his price skyrockets in one week. So you might have another chance. Justin Fields is coming. It's going to start working for yeah. Fantasy. It may be very end of this year. It may be into next year. But if you're in a Dynasty... This is the cheapest he will probably be. So I would say go get I him agree. if you can. For sure. Um, Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Steelers, three points on the day. Kenny Pickett, lighten it up. Buffalo Bills, however, 38 points. 
pretty much all of them to Gabriel Davis. Josh Allen, 424 with four. It felt like he did that in the first half. Um, also gave you 42 yards on the ground. Gabriel Davis, two huge, just enormous. One of a 98-yard reception for a touchdown. Stephon Diggs, Goodness. another day in the office. Ho-hum. Stephon Diggs, to me, Dustin, this is the guy that did not go in the first round more mm-hmm. than any other player that you can put in your lineup and say he could be wide receiver one every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have nothing to worry about with Stefan Diggs. That type of security is untradeable to me. Who would you possibly give up Stefan Diggs for outside of Cup and maybe Jefferson? Oh, goodness. Uh, that is tough. <laughs> uh, no one. I think that is the answer. Um, I mean, maybe at this point... Like, he's a top-five redraft positional player in sure. any format. If I was stacked, I might consider, like, a Mark Andrews, maybe. Okay. But uh, other than that, Travis Kelsey, maybe. Uh, no, I mean, other than that, there's no one. I mean, he is having that type of season where it's just, you know, on any given play, Allen is Diggs and then anyone else. You know, yeah. Diggs can do it all. Do you feel the same way about Diggs in Dynasty? Yeah, receivers, I mean, receivers over Diggs in Dynasty. That list includes who for you, real quick? In Dynasty, I mean, I'm still gonna have Jamar Chase. I'm still gonna have, you know, obviously, uh, you're, you're, he for me, he is around guys like, um, you know, CD Lamb. He's he's still in that conversation for me. Um, goodness, I don't I don't have my um, my ranks ahead of me. You know, in like Devonte Adams or Diggs Dynasty, one one for one. Diggs. Diggs, yeah. absolutely. I agree. So he's, um, it's Jefferson, Chase, maybe Cup, and then Diggs. Um, yeah, Jefferson, Chase, Cup. Um, Cup, yeah. Cup should be because the next two years are going to be the exact same. Yeah, Cup's Cup's not going anywhere. From I yeah. mean, granted, he's still in my top five, but Jefferson is up there. Chase. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have to think. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing people, um, but Jefferson, Chase, Cup, Diggs. C.D. Lamb. Uh, is, oh, you know, T. Higgins is up there. You know, I mean, he's... I don't think he's in the same tier as Diggs. Probably not. He's probably in the next He's year. a locked-in 1B on that yeah. team who has been inconsistently healthy. All right. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Shakir, 75 and a score. Our man, Jared Holland, said, go, go pick up Shakir if you need a wide receiver week five. Plug him in. That's right. And he delivered. Uh, Steeler side of the ball real quick. Kenny Pickett does not throw a touchdown. He doesn't look terrible, but the Steelers in general do. They're going to be fighting uphill the rest of the way. George Pickens gives you 83 yards on six grabs. And DJ, Deontay Johnson is going to frustrate you the rest of the year. We've said this, I feel like, a broken record five weeks in a row. It's not going to turn around for Deontay Johnson. It's not going to do it. It's not going to happen. So if you can move him for anything equal, I would do it. In redraft, yeah, absolutely, I would. Yep. Um, yeah. I, look, Pickett's going to get better. He's going to get more experience. But yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, if you can't get value for DJ at all, uh, which maybe DJ he, would you prefer rest of season? Gross. I would still prefer DJ uh, Johnson. I, yeah, still Johnson. Yeah, okay. for sure. Uh, Miami, New York Jets. They played a football game, and the Jets won by a lot. Uh, mostly because Teddy did his best to impression and left the game early. That was killer. Um, so you had Skylar Thompson in, which I'm sure we all had on our bingo cards. And 
we learned some things for the Miami Dolphins. One is that Chase Edmond is an absolute fraud. That's right. <laughs> You're a big fat phony. And Mostert is the man. They want him to be the guy. Um, Mike McDaniel loved him in San Francisco, and he plays the Raheem Mostert well, very uh, role very well. Yes, he does. Um, the wide receivers, <laughs> the wide receivers didn't do much because. Um, well, Skylar Thompson, that's why. Um, <laughs> this game was hard to watch um, on the offensive side for Miami. Um, the Jets, Brees Hall, the man, the myth, uh, the legend. I got I got a text from you. Unbelievable. That it was nice. It was nice to see that you held yourself accountable and said I was wrong. He's not Royce Freeman. He is not Royce Freeman. The man I is just a lot of Brees – uh, talk coming up later in the show. He goes for eighteen ninety seven and one and catches two balls for a hundred yards, and that's not even the most of it. He lost two touchdowns that should have been his to Michael Carter. Both one yarders, one yarders. That little vulture of a man. Congratulations, <laughs> Michael Carter. Enjoy your touchdowns. Oh, um, <laughs> are what do you think about Miami right now? Are you looking to move any of those weapons, being Tyreek or Waddle, or do you just hold no, and wait? No, because Tua's going to come back. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tua will be back. Um, I'm hearing he could be back as soon as this week. So, I I mean, something we could talk about later is how I think concussions are going to be playing a large part of the NFL this year. Not to say that they haven't been present, but like now, because of something like what's happened to Tua, we are seeing – It's I don't want to equate it to COVID nearly, but – it's like Everyone's that kind of, getting checked. It's, oh, wow, you you stepped on your shoelace? Well, you better come <laughs> yeah. out of the game. So uh, you wobble it all, and you're out. Yeah. And Naeem Hines looked fine. I can't believe they took him out. Um, yeah, San don't, get me started. don't get me started. San Francisco and Carolina, this was the bloodbath that we expected. San Francisco is just nasty. They're going so to bad. stifle you. Um, Christian McCaffrey oh. actually found a way to get 104 yards and a touchdown because he is white lightning, and that is what he does. When he's healthy, he's the best player in football for fantasy football, at least at the running back position. Better than JT. We've said it all offseason. Jeff Wilson on the other side out of the backfield, 120 yards and a score. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Wilson has done an incredible job, so <laughs> much so that I wonder why community-wide we had elijah mitchell just as this clear-cut 20 plus touch workhorse back jeff wilson was always there yeah but they always give the i mean elijah mitchell was getting like 70 percent of the snaps when he was healthy but i don't think jeff wilson was at that time i think if they if they were all healthy no they was at the beginning of the season jeff wilson was healthy okay uh i mean i mean last year when Mitchell was healthy, did was Wilson healthy at the same time? Uh, Wilson was banged up for a lot of the year. Um, he's played but, his his way into even when Mitchell comes back, he's gonna see, get enough work. We say that, but then we. You think I, they just I, I feed that, the starter? I think I think they give it right back to Mitchell. I think. I have a lot of healthy. Mitchell. I hope that's the case. But man, Wilson looks good. Tevin Coleman even. Um, I could not believe they said his name on TV. Uh, they were don't. shocked when they said it. The announcers were like, Tevin and, Coleman. And Tevin Coleman? 67 and two scores. Debo and Ayuk very quiet. They did not need them in this game. We would have liked mm-hmm. a little bit more from both of them. 
Yep. Especially with the draft capital of Debo Samuel. Uh, Baker Mayfield injured. We could see P.J. Walker starting this week. <laughs> oh, Tennessee. Tennessee and Washington. Let's talk about this game. The Titans and the Commanders. The Titans win this game 21-17. But the story here for fantasy, Derrick Henry is himself. Because as I heard, it was snowing in Vermont. Um, 102 yards and two touchdowns, and that was such a beastly performance by him. He had to, he had a couple nice runs. That man, I it's oh it always shocks me how big of a man he is and how nimble he is. Yeah. So it the dude just shifts a couple a couple times, gets outside, and then it's like, well, good luck touching him. He's nice. The quarterback for the Commanders, though. Let's move to the other side of the football. Wentz. 359, two touchdowns and an interception. Fantasy-wise, that's not a bad day. You know, that's not bad. QB8 um, on the year. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Diami, Diami Brown, though, who saw this coming? Two uh, receptions, 105 yards, and two touchdowns. That's annoying. <laughs> that, that helps That helps no one. I mean, look, a lot you start of Samuel and Terry. You start <laughs> Curtis Samuel, you start Terry McLaurin, and then emotional damage. It's just, it's really tough. It's really, really tough. Um, Brian Robinson returns to the field, immediately put into the the workload. More to come on that later. But man, that that backfield is developing in a way that. Pretty much everyone saw it coming. Um, I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. We all didn't want to believe it, but uh, that's just kind of where we're at. Antonio uh, Gibson, Gibson. Gibson, Antonio Gibson, seven touches to Brian Robinson's nine. That's me. Yeah, it somebody hurts. who has a lot of Gibson in Dynasty. Mm-hmm. And you can't Ouch. sell him now. You cannot sell him now. I actually offered, I think I said this on an earlier show, I offered at one point when Brian Robinson got shot, I will give you Tyreek Hill for Antonio Gibson, one for one, and was laughed at by yeah. the Gibson owner. And now I am laughing, even though I just traded Tyreek for a load mm-hmm. of, of players. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pause. Seattle versus New Orleans. Seahawks 32, Saints 39. Geno Smith gives you another three touchdowns. Geno's balling right now. He is also balling inside out. the top eight at the position Wild. on the season. Carson Wentz, Geno Smith, who didn't see it coming? Um, Rashad Penny hurt. Kenneth Walker the third goes eight for 88 in a score. Will be the number one. Use every dollar you have of your fab this week if you can. Um, yeah. DK lock DK and Lockett combined for 192 with three scores. That duo is who we thought they were with Russell Wilson, even though it's yeah. Geno Smith, and they're both looking like huge values, potential league winner values because you can plug them in every week and not worry about it. New Orleans on a day where Kamara goes for 194 yards, Taysom Hill steals the show with three. Goes one one twelve and three, and then Oof. throws a touchdown. Dustin, did we lose my video? Are you? Can you still see me? I am looking at a picture of Dustin. Come on, man! All right. Well, uh, while I'm working through that, um, try to switch it to to a different 
um, camera input and then come back to it. All right, I'll I'll do that. But while we're while we're working through some technical difficulties. Also, uh, actually, no, I don't. I don't want to talk about Cincinnati Bengals. There's one guy I want to talk about, Travis, um, that plays for the Saints. Okay. Okay. There, there's one guy, okay, and his name? And his name is John Cena! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to talk. John Cena! <laughs> Just play it on loop for a minute. <laughs> oh, Taysom Hill. He is that dude. If you do not have Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews at tight end and Taysom Hill is out there, spend money on him. He will be a fun start for you. Moving on, Cincinnati versus Baltimore. We're waiting on Dustin to come back. Yeah, Dustin, yeah. I can hear I, you. I'm here. I'm here. I don't know what's going on with my video. We might have to just switch to you. <laughs> but okay. either way. Um, this might just be a one-man show here on right. video, um, but talking about that, uh, I look. I I compare um, Taysom Hill to the Kool Aid Man. He is that is who that is who he is to me. He just comes crashing through the the drywall he and doesn't out. care where. He's like he's like all right. Well, the Kool Aid Man's gonna come through this wall, and they're like, no, 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 he's not gonna do that. And then he does. He crashes through the wall. No one is surprised. You could have prepared. You chose not to. Which tight ends uh, are you starting over Taysom Hill outside of Kelsey and Andrews right now? Kelsey, Andrews, and um, it's tough. <laughs> I think. Uh, look, I, and there is your side. The, so the thing, start the thing, Taysom Hill. The thing about Taysom Hill is that it's not always going to happen. He plays the fewest snaps, but it doesn't always happen for any other tight end. He has such yeah. a bigger when ceiling he, when he goes off. Yeah, when he goes off, he goes off. Start so, him. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, let's move on to another matchup, though. Let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, the Bengals ultimately lost this on a Justin Tucker Megatron field goal. Um, relatively quiet for everybody, though. Uh, this this game wasn't like a big barn burner. The, the Bengals didn't really put up huge performances. Joe Burrow has a touchdown and, you know, a little over 200 yards. Joe Mixon, no touchdown. Jamar Chase, no touchdown. Hayden Hurst has the only receiving touchdown for the Bengals. It was the Ravens who were moving the ball consistently. Um, but even then, it was mostly like big shot plays to Devin DuVernay. A lot of dink and dunking to Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews ends up with 89 yards and a touchdown, so obviously he was okay. But, man, it, what do you what do you do? That game was horrible to watch. I also uh, made some player prop lines and over-under bets with a friend at the bar watching that game, and we lost every time. And he was like, oh, I'll just take the live line. I'm like, don't do it. They're not going to figure it out. This is just one of those ugly conference games. Um, good to see Mark Andrews get going again, though. We, we love when your elite tight ends and high draft picks pay off the price. That's right. Philadelphia and Arizona, the Eagles win and stay perfect 20-17. to Jalen Hurts saves the day on the ground. A.J. Brown disappears, goes 3-for-32. Miles Sanders, 58 yards on 15 touches. That is not good enough for you. However, 
this is kind of what we said with Philly about it being a roulette. Their offense is just going to take whatever the defense gives them because they can. If that's Hurts on the ground, if that's Hurts through the air, if it's Miles Sanders on the ground, whatever the matchup allows, they are good enough to do. So you're going to have games like this where you spend a lot of capital or you traded for a guy like Miles Sanders on a down week and you're expecting him to bounce back and it could be two or three more weeks. It's just going to be that way. Arizona, Kyler's not fun to watch. 250 yards and a score through the air. He does run one in. James Conner injured. I think Eno Benjamin gets to start this week. Spend money on him, especially if you're two and three and you need a spot start. I would be fine spending 20 to 25% of my budget on Eno Benjamin trying to get another win. Um, Hollywood Brown does Hollywood Brown things. Eight for 78 and one. He is an auto start top 10 receiver right now. One more week until DeAndre Hopkins comes back. I think people are starting to respect the fact that Hollywood Brown will not fall off when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. He will get more efficient looks. There may not be the same volume, but I do think that Hollywood Brown, if somebody's freaking out about Hopkins coming back soon and you can sell that whole, hey, Hopkins is coming back, he's got one more week, let me buy him now, you can try it. I don't think you're going to get Hollywood Brown from a Brown owner right now, but it's worth a shot. Hollywood's not going anywhere. I agree. I agree. As I return to the show. There uh, he is. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. I'm back. Um, yeah, I agree with you, though. I think Hollywood's just going to get more efficient looks. I think he's. I think there's an outside chance he's still the alpha in that offense, though. Could be. You know, there's only one alpha on the Rams offense. And that is the truth. The Rams look absolutely awful. They played the Dallas Cowboys. I called this a little bit um, last week, saying that the reef, uh, the defense for the Ram or the the Cowboys, they are scoring a lot of fantasy points, and the Rams are approaching the area where, similar to the the Commanders, where that offensive line is so bad. And they're giving up so many sacks, and they're being they're in, they're giving up interceptions that they are great. They're no longer this this team you have to worry about facing. You know they're going to be okay for your fantasy defenses. Um, Cup goes for one twenty five and one, but that's about it. Um, that's about the only usable performance you saw from a Rams player. Yeah, um, Stafford looks like a shell of himself. Um, and I don't blame him. The Cowboys though, the running game. Let's talk about this for a second. Zeke goes 22 for 78, still inefficient. And Pollard, 8 for 86, looks explosive and has a touchdown. I know we talked about it last year, how we thought, you know, I thought Tony Pollard was going to be this league winner. The the narrative for that is growing louder and louder each week. And I know Zeke gets the volume, but I'm just, I'm not really seeing it from him. I'm not, I don't think, I think... As much as we want that to be the case, they we do. They are are they're rolling right now, doing they what it. they've been doing. Zeke does so much more that is important to them winning than just his yards per touch. I agree. I agree. Every time he's on the field, like he's his role is important. He draws respect. He's blocking his butt off. I agree. Yeah. Tony Pollard is a is a spark plug in this offense when they need it and has home run ability, as we saw on the long one. But I don't think 
like Zeke 22 to 8 touches, that's not even close. That's not like a 17-12, like an ETN right. James Robinson thing. I think Zeke will will double to close to tripling his t- uh, Tony's touches as long as he's healthy, just for, because they need him in different areas. Sure. Doesn't mean I like it, but I understand. But sure. Zeke is dirt cheap because he hasn't punched it in. If you need a running back through these bye weeks, the Zeke yeah. owner will be willing to sell because he's not giving you big weeks. But 22 think... for 78. I mean, that's... Yeah. Let's just say I mean... he's going to give you 15 or 16 touches, even if that's only 65 yards and a score or a chance yeah. at a score. That's Kareem Hunt. If you're willing to buy Kareem yeah, Hunt, then you should be willing he... to buy Zeke. He's not even being that efficient, though. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I don't know. It, Would you rather have Kareem Hunt or Zeke? I, if I had to choose, I guess I'd go with Zeke because he gets a little more work. I feel like he's cheaper. I don't. You could. Uh, you think you could acquire Hunt before you could acquire Zeke? I think Zeke. Or I think Hunt would be cheaper for sure. Yeah, I think Hunt would be cheaper. In a half PPR, I don't see. I don't think so. I think people yeah, prefer maybe. Hunt to Zeke. Um, Oof. but yeah, you're right. The Rams look awful. Maybe they get yeah. right against Carolina. If that happens, if you get they a Cam to. Akers 85-yard and a touchdown day, move them. I Look, if I get 50 yards and a, and a look at the end zone from Allen Robinson, I'm still dropping him. Um, <laughs> I think after this Panthers game, you try to move everybody you can outside of Cup. For sure. Their schedule does not is is just terrible all no, year. It's the hardest in the NFL. Talk to me about this Raiders and Chiefs game we saw on Monday night though. This was my favorite single moment of the NFL season so far was watching Travis Kelsey do what he did. I will yeah. get to this more in a minute. I am here to simply talk about what happened in this game. For Vegas, Derek Carr two forty one and two. Jacobs looked like an absolute monster. 154 total yards. Devontae Adams basically gets all of his production just like Gabriel Davis did. 124 yards and two scores on two long touchdowns. Completely a no-show outside of those huge plays. Also picked up an assault charge by pushing a photographer to the ground. That was not nice, but I think for that photographer to press charges is a little bit extreme. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's extreme. It's extreme. Uh, you got pushed by a professional athlete. Like, what did he break his arm or something? No, he probably hurt his neck. But still, you can't just push a guy down the ground. You, you can't do that. What are you doing? Just take a, just take a couple signed jerseys, jerseys, and move on. Oh my gosh! <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's move on. What did we learn? Chiefs what won. Did, Chiefs won. By the way, why yeah. did the Raiders go for two? To try to win the game. With four minutes left, you're not winning right there. Well, to give them an opportunity, because, look, they haven't been stopping the Chiefs, and so it was like if you, you either go into it you know, with the hope of stopping them and winning the game, or you go into it and you, they're going to win it anyway with a field goal. So I understand. I understand uh, it. If, my buddy that I was with at the bar was like, I like that call. I'm like, absolutely not. No way. You tied the game up. No. You got Carlson. If you can hold the Chiefs to a field goal, you get Carlson from 55 and try to win the coin toss. Hello? You play to win the game. (laughs) In overtime. 
play to no, win in overtime. Kelsey you could have had five. Oh my god. Oh hell no. <laughs> you know, I just I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. Well let's talk about what we learned from this past week. Um one thing I learned, Travis, um is that I I should have gone with Khalil Shakir over Zay Jones. That's one that's what I learned. Uh I think Khalil Shakir is going to be the future number two of that offense. And look, Gabe Davis had a big game, but Khalil Shakir, man, that dude He's going to be nice. He's he's, very, he's so polished for a fifth round wide receiver, and yep. he's 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 going to look good that that big slot role and Josh Allen, mm, someone to look at in dynasty for sure. So more so than even just that, those specific names on a mm-hmm. broader on a broader scale, you're saying if you're streaming, go with good teams. Yeah, I would say if you're going to stream and like it, it becomes like okay, like a usage thing, like Shakir and Zay Jones, probably similar usage. Uh, go with the better team. Uh, okay. Yeah, for sure. That was bad process on my part. What I learned is something that we've already talked about plenty tonight. If you do not have one of the top two tight ends and you have Taysom Hill, play him. It, it can be a little sad, but his sad is the same sad as every other tight end, and his happy is way happier. So just play Taysom Hill until he burns you too many times to play him. He mm. has not done that so far this year. So two um, bad games and then a 50-point game. Gotcha. Yes. Um, Dustin, what can we do better? You know, I want to, I want to say that what we can do better is we can look at the details a little bit more instead of just going off of the, the pure fantasy points. I want to moving forward. I want to learn more about what the teams are doing to get their weapons, the ball and how that is working and moving forward. I'm, I'm going to start putting out some content talking about how guys are being used where and hope to share that with everybody and bring it on this show because uh, man, looking and, and struggling uh, in some of the, the leagues that I care about this year, I, I, I want to improve this process because it is frustrating. All right. Um, for our next section, guys who are on your bench that are producing, do you start them or stash them? I have one that I would love your advice on. In my other okay. home league, I got the win because of Travis Kelsey last night. To go okay. from one and three to two and three, I'm right back in it. I was able to trade an hour before the show, James Connor and Robert Woods out for Kenneth okay. Walker in. Yes. And I like that move. I was very happy to get that done. However, it's Aaron Rodgers at the top of my lineup who has yet to have 20 points. Okay. You have guys like Geno Smith giving you 24s and 30s. Are you okay starting Geno Smith over Aaron Rodgers? Because I am. Um. Yes, I would say I am. The main reason for that, look, we've seen five weeks, and if that's shown us anything, it's that, one, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are still very good, yep. and Geno Smith is willing to throw the ball. So, yeah, I, I would say that. Um, is it too risky, like though, it. because I just got Walker to go Geno and Walker? <laughs> Ooh, you know, you can look at it a couple different ways. I don't see them throwing to Kenneth Walker a lot to get touchdowns. So, like, you're going to get the touchdowns in, in that offense. They don't score. I mean, what what are they? Okay, they they've been in shootouts. Points. So, yeah, they've been in shootouts. They've actually been scoring. So, ah, you know what? I, I don't love the, the running back, you know, uh, quarterback combo, but you're guaranteed to get their touchdowns. Like, how many so, times am I going to let Aaron Rodgers give me 14 to 17 points? 
Yeah, I'm riding the the Kirk Cousins bus, buddy. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but you've got guys like Wentz and Gino who are yeah. out here, QB seven and eight. Sure, I don't look. I don't mind it if you can go. If you for whatever reason Wentz is still on your waiver wire, uh, yeah, I don't mind. Chase the points, you know, right. because I'm doing it. Yeah, that's what I would do for sure. Do you have anybody um, that you're you're questioning? Should you be starting them? Jacoby Myers. You know, Jacoby Myers that was actually the guy that I was going to be thinking of. Um, so Jacoby Myers is actually the name I'm going to, I wanted to bring up because he's probably been sitting on your bench because you, you're probably, you, you might not have been confident. If it's not a PPR league, you're probably not super confident, but here's the reason why you should be. His target totals are great. He missed two games already, but in the other three games, he's had nine targets, uh, 11 targets. And now uh, I think he had a game of 13 targets i think yeah uh, let me let me double check that but jacoby myers is a, a player who i i want to put in my lineup because he just showed that granted it was against the worst passing defense in the league but they want to get him the ball and he's still talented he was able to score a touchdown this offense is going to get him the ball so yes i, I even if it's a flex position you're even as, as a second wide receiver you know during these bye weeks i think He's a guy that you need to put on your be- or put in your starting lineup. Keep him off your bench. All right, I like it. I will be starting Jacoby if I can. I want to. We've only got a couple more things to talk about, Travis. But one of them is is pretty important. We've got a couple of things that we need to say to some players who who have us in our feelings. Who not really just have us in our feelings, but we we feel you know as fantasy players we we have these connections with players and sometimes we need to express it okay so i'm gonna let you go first because the all guy right. i need to talk to needs needs i i need to prepare for it all right let's but go ahead this, let's control this volume on these songs here yeah let me go ahead and uh, i can't have it blasting and i, I don't want to yell my poetry at people that's fair that's fair <laughs> okay volume has been adjusted my haiku needs to be controlled all right, I'm gonna. I'm ready you know, when you, you go, are. All right, you. Go, all right, I'm gonna play your music. You go ahead and, and hit me with your, your guys. All right. First is going to be Travis Kelsey. You, sir. Yeah, that's a little loud for me. Let's turn the music down. Okay. There okay, Travis Kelsey. You, sir, have contributed to the most fun night of fantasy football for me in a long time. Not one. Not two. Not. Three, as LeBron James said, but four Today touchdowns. A Chiefs record on the way to bringing to me back in all five leagues that I really needed you to. Brees Hall, Goodness. I doubted you. I slandered your name. I called you a mere human being even. You deserve none of it. And you took it all in the cheek and loved me anyway. You are special. You are elite. And you will be a cornerstone keeper in my two-keeper home league for years to come. Here's the start. Here's to the start of a beautiful relationship between you and I, if you'll forgive me for the rocky start. Aaron Rodgers, forgive you. we go back as far as anybody in fantasy football for me. We have rings together, multiple, plural. I have plural mini jerseys, mm-hmm. bobbleheads, and we'll fight tooth and nail for you in any argument about any, and I mean any topic. This weekend, you hurt my feelings. 13 yards shy of a $400 payday on prize picks. It could have been, and it should have been so simple. But you did not get it done, and the shorthanded New York Giants 
shut you down the entire second half on the way to the upset. And finally, Jamar Chase. You were my jersey purchase of the year for this NFL season. Um, Your jersey got to my house at the start of week two. Since that date, you are wide receiver 32. This will not do. I have 20 days left to return your jersey back to (laughs) NFL.com. Do not make me do this. Don't make me do this. Please show up for me, Jamar Chase. And that'll do it. (laughs) That was... Okay. That was something. That was, I was, that was so, just jubilation, joy. I, I guess heartbreak I, all in one. You don't know how to feel. What is a wonder I, wall? I don't know. Does anyone know? Nobody knows what to feel right now. I, That's why I chose that song because everybody loves it. Some yeah. people hate it, but anyway, here's Wonder Wall. Yeah. <laughs> everybody hurts. Yeah. Um so Look, I that was that was a good speech. That was a good speech. We're we're trying out this segment. We got some rough edges <laughs> to figure out. The music's all over the place. I didn't know you had the lyrics in the song. Probably we'll going to get us taken off YouTube. Um <laughs> I think it's one of the publicly accepted songs. Oh, okay. Okay. But there's one guy that I want to address. Um because this is look, me and, me and this guy I he was one of my ride or dies um, at the beginning of my you know year last year, and look, just bring it in, bring it in real close. It's gonna be so um, good. Bring it in. I'm gonna, Travis. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring myself in just solo. Bring your right mouth now. up to the to the edge of yeah. the microphone. Actually, there. I'm just gonna let me just look at the camera real quick. What's that called? It the sounds that people like yeah like make it really quiet right in their the, ear. The, 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 uh, yeah, there's ASMR letters. Here. Yeah, ASMR. Yeah. <sighs> Hey, Antonio. Hey, hey, come over here. But it's okay. You tried. You tried. God, you tried so hard. You remember, remember when you came into the league and you barely even knew how to play running back? Remember that? Remember when you were just a wide receiver learning a new position and we had a lot of hope from the athleticism? Remember that? And then the next year, remember when all this CMC stuff was going on and you were the guy? those darn shins the darn shins keep you out and then you come into this year this is the year for you and then brian robinson comes in and oh that's been a roller coaster he's in he's gone he's out it's your time i'm starting over again but just i need you to know it's okay to sit down and catch your breath there's gonna be a lot of time to sit down while the special teams are off the field and you're waiting to return kicks. <laughs> it's okay. Take that weight of the superstardom off your shoulders because it's Brian's time to shine now. He's already out touching you and the man almost lost his leg. It's time to move on. There's other careers. Maybe a ball boy. Maybe a towel guy. Either way. There's not a dry eye in this room, and there's not a dry ball on that field because of you. Thanks, buddy. I'm going to start this over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm glad I got that out. I think this I'm, is <laughs> I think this is going to become one of our favorite segments as we find. I'm looking forward here. to next week already. I'm looking at you, Trevor Lawrence. I'm looking I at love you. that you said. I didn't know you had the lyrics on here. <laughs> You're gonna get us kicked <laughs> off YouTube. <laughs> Surprise! Copyright for you. What? <laughs> Episode. <laughs> We are off the rocker tonight. Episode oh. 80 has done funny things to us. Oh, my gosh. We still got to talk about one last thing, Travis. We still got to talk about oh one God. last thing. Um, guys, look, we've we've had a long-running segment it's been uh, since we started the show, but um, big picks. We haven't been doing so good. Um, <laughs> we never have. No, we have never have. And so at this point, Travis, it's... Uh, it's time. That's it. No more it's making time. graphics for big it's pigs. Time. <laughs> it's time that we say goodbye. It's time that we save four hours of research and graphic making for these bum players that get hurt every time we say their name. Yeah, it's time for us to end the big pig segment. Um, we will recap it this lo- one last time. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, um, to put it lightly... Jeff Wilson actually had a good game. Actually had a good game. So way to go. Way to go Got on that one, one right on the way out. Robert Woods. <laughs> you suck. Tyler Higbee's have been having a great year. He, in this game. Oh, hell no. You suck. Tom Brady actually had himself a game. Um, didn't really qualify um, for the big picks. I'm gonna which give is you why clo- we're saying goodbye. I'm going to give you a close enough to Tom Brady. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Out. Um, then you've got Devin Singletary, nothing. Nope. Michael Gallup, no. And then Darren Waller. <laughs> Thank you so much, Darren Waller, for that. Oh, hell no. Again. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's just where we're at. I'm glad this segment's going away, okay? It's um, a waste of time. It's waste of time. I hate it. I hate it all. We're gonna fill it in next week or next episode. We're gonna have something brand new, maybe more heartfelt messages. Um, but we're not doing any more big picks. Good riddance. Uh, I'm just gonna ride this into uh, saying thank you for listening. If you made it this far, I don't know how you did. We've got. We this apologize. Has been a, we, this has been not our best work. But episode 80, man, we're an octogenarian podcast now. And we oh are, yeah, we, episode 80, man. We're coming up on episode 100, man. We're going to make it by the end of the season. We got to do something big for that. We will. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching um, what you saw on your screen. As always, I'm Dustin Blanton. That's Trevor Mast. Trevor. Wow. Oh my God. Trevor uh, Lawrence is still on your mind on the way out. <laughs> God damn it. I just, you know what? Trevor Waller here. <laughs> Trevor Waller here. Tra- Travis. Travis, my God, this show. Travis Masterson, follow us on Twitter, please, if you feel sorry for us, at Losing Sucks. Make sure you visit our website, uh, LosingSucksFantasy.com. As always, Losing Sucks. Don't do it. See you on Thursday,